Exploding Headboots. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing
from their debut album, 2014's Inner World. It's Electric Youth, referring to a slasher flick trope. When you have to deal with the final girl that usually meets the serial killer or monster or whatever is causing usually the terror, the terror at the lake or the sorority or wherever all these things happen. Usually somewhere dark and isolated. Electric Youth are the combo of Austin Garrick and Bronwyn Griffin. Hail from Toronto, a little bit of West Hamilton in the mix there. And for the record, their band name is not taken from the old 80s Debbie Gibson song of the same name. They had a huge breakout uh, when their song A Real Hero was used in the 2011 film Drive. Although they originally wrote the song A Real Hero for uh, Captain Sully, a man known for uh, taking the Continental plane that uh, hit the birds when leaving LaGuardia Airport out of Queens, New York, and managed to land it safely in the Hudson River, and no one died. Oddly enough, that actually is going to be a Tom Hanks movie very soon. Drive was directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. His latest movie is The Neon Dream. Some point I'll dig up the Cliff Martinez soundtrack to that. Otherwise, for Electric Youth, along with uh, congratulating Refn on his new music, or new film, they're working on some new material. And along with music, they have something apparently lined up for the theater. I suspect they mean the silver screen. So hopefully we get to hear something from them soon. This 2016 enters its second half now. Otherwise, in the background here, this is Vancouver's Leon Campbell, and he records under the alias of Leonard Croy, L-N-R-D-C-R-O-I, from last year's 10-inch Unthank 008. This song is Freedom for Ant Boy 2. So good evening, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies, the Zero Cinematically Inspired Programmer, found on Vancouver's ball-rolling community radio station, CITR. We are your voice, VBC, here at 101.9 FM. And we broadcast at 590 watts here from unsealed Musqueam territory, here deep within the student nest here on campus. And we broadcast to the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish, down towards Lions Bay, Bowen Island, West Vancouver, the 604 area code itself. The signal does make it down to Bellingham, Washington as well. Sometimes the coasts over the Salish Sea made the odd Gulf Island, although we share frequencies with the CFUV. University of Victoria Station. And then we head east into the Fraser Valley. All these places, and everywhere else the internet goes, you can find us at www.citr.ca. My name is Gek. And I will be your jet-lagged, cottage-soaked host for the next two hours. So forgive me, as I juggle many things here. There's stuff to monitor. There are things to sort out, you know. All the busy work that happens here. And we do all the magical lever pulling here. Please note, since we are mixing everything live, and this is not a pre-recorded show, um, if you do call live, 604-822-2487, please remember to keep it short and sweet and to the point. Since this is a solo project in many ways. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100 Air and Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr. Under its given name, although sometimes the updates to that go a little wacky. So last week, we had a pre-recorded affair. 
profiling some of the music from Steve Jobs, the film. I'm sure Steve Jobs, the man, probably had his own music of sorts. I was hoping to intersperse more vintage Mac sounds. Didn't mention it on air, but hopefully you heard some references to the Sosumi. We'll dig up some of the other sounds from there, just to sprinkle it through. Mostly because I found some old System 7 stuff. If you're curious, that goes back to about 1994. Before many people used the Macs. But yeah, no, I'd spent the uh, past week in Ontario. Hometown of Thunder Bay. Did some exploring around there, a little bit of hiking. Weather mostly cooperated. Then went down to southern Ontario. And I just even sneak up to a cottage. Where the water was warm to swim in, but... I won't gloat. I know that you guys had a bit of a July-uary weather system for a while. From what I can see, the weather forecast. Summer will be back soon enough. Don't you worry. Anyways, this week uh, we're going to sort of dip into some old video game archives because uh, as of late I've been trying to do a little bit more uh, video game-related stuff along with the film and TV that we do here. And uh, we're going to go back about 10 years or so and listen to soundtracks from two, specifically the first two parts of the Katamari series. Quirky little Japanese game involving a ball that you roll up to stuff, you collect things, it grows, you can pick up bigger stuff on the race behind that. So we got a little bit of the Shibuya sound, although at that point this is well past the Shibuya sound, but some vintage J-pop in store for you. Otherwise, we'll talk about some of the acts that will be playing in town soon. But uh, we'll start off actually with an act that recently played, because he was part of Faded in the Park in Surrey. K. Trinata, alias of Montreal, Louis Kevin Celestine. And earlier this year, he released his debut album, 99.9% through the XL label. He's been doing a lot of collaborative work with many great artists. So, maybe you made it to Faded. Weather looked like it mostly cooperated there, so hopefully you didn't cook yourself. So from 99.9%, this is Cape Trinata with Break Dance Lesson Number 1. We'll follow up with another Montrealer here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
like friends? Well, we like you. So become a member and get a Friends of CITR card. Not only does it make you special, but it gets you all kinds of deals with our friends on Commercial Drive, like 10% off at Stormcrow Tavern, High Life Records, Audio Pile, Mintage Clothing, and more. Visit citr.ca for more, or come check us out in the nest.
with the title track to a fantastic little album that just came out. It was a self-released bit. Uh, it's Montreal's Bernardino Femininelli with Le Plaisir Américain. And uh, Femininelli with some very decadent-sounding synths, almost like a Serge Gainsbourg. Fantastical material. One of those things that you probably only discover in a record store just if you overheard it. But uh, Feminelli has been part of Mon Montreal scene for a while. And I uh, used to collaborate with Dirty Beaches. And at this point, if you don't know, Dirty Beaches as an alias has been retired. But uh, Alex Zhang Hung Tai has some new work right now. It's with that last lizard. And there's an interview with him by Andrew Young Hung Lee of Holy Hum in... Uh, the summer edition of Discorder Magazine. Supersize since it's spanning the months of July and August. Definitely worth checking out since it gets a little insider talk there about uh, how Hung uh, Tai's travels as of late and uh, dealing with borders and crossings and sort of like national identity has worked. So primarily based in LA as of late. But Hun uh, Lee, still in Vancouver. Great conversation. Anyways, Discorder Magazine. You can pick it up most places on UBC campus. If not, as you heard on Commercial Drive, friends of CITR, they tend to have a newsstand right there. So check it out, because I will definitely be referring to it later on in the show. Now behind me, this is Measure, off of 2009's Time Span, the song is Teleforce. Well, hop into some new music from Aphex Twin. Richard B. James has had a bit of a revival over the past two years, at least with regards to released music. Whatever you thought about living in an abandoned bank and then driving a tank around parts of London. No, he's in Scotland now, a tiny village with a family. He's been making music. His young son has been making music too. And it's based primarily on his large collection of synthesizers, drum machines, and other weird little instruments. And uh, just out in the past little while, through the Warp label, it's a new EP called Cheetah, referring to an early 80s synth. And as of late, Avix Twin's been sort of revealing a little bit of his collection because most of his tracks refer to the instrumentation in use. Now, this is the song off of that EP, and it has a video directed by a fan of his. And it's noteworthy because this fan... He is uh, definitely a preteen, either 10 or 12 years old. So it features all your expected, not quite Snapchat effects, it's expected distortion, but he's enthusiastic, bouncing around. So from the Cheetah EP, this will be Aphex Twin, with a track referring to another vintage synth. This will be Circlon 3, oh, this, this will be the uh, Kokoshnaya mix. We'll then follow up with uh, some vintage 70s Japanese synthesizer music. We'll play that a little bit early before we get into Katamari, but it fits in quite nicely. Anyways, Aphex Twin here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
The Wood Studio is hosting a special event this July 13th. Mapstone, returning to Canada all the way from Australia, will be sharing their heart roots music, guaranteed to put a smile on your face and bounce in your step. Supported by good friends and Vancouver roots favorites, Buckman Co. and Karina Keelan, each will be sharing their own blend of uplifting and inspiring soulful music. In support of the Jellyfish Project, come celebrate the days of summer in honor of our Mother Earth. Doors open at 8.30 p.m., $10 for three incredible acts. Thank you. Puzzled by the distinction between a Colchon and ISA, or why the International Bitterness Unit matters, Big Sisters has your back. The Big Beer Tasting for Big Sisters will transform you from a rookie to a craft beer conversant in one afternoon. Join brewmaster Julia Hanlon this Sunday, July 17th from 3pm at the Steamworks Brewery and Tap Room for an exclusive tour around their state-of-the-art facilities with the chance to taste some of Steamworks' finest brews. Grab your friends and explore the world of beer while supporting a great organization devoted to female empowerment. To find out more and to buy your tickets, visit bigsisters.bc.ca. Hurry before tickets sell out. When we do this, hello, hello, boy, this is exciting. Exploding head movies.
from 1978. That was the title track of sorts to his debut album, Ryushi Sakamoto, the Viola Magic Orchestra fame with A Thousand Knives, because the album was known as A Thousand Knives of Ryushi Sakamoto. We most recently heard Sakamoto for uh, some of his collaborative score for the recent Leonardo DiCaprio film, The Revenant. Profiled earlier this year on Exploding Head Movies, mostly because we knew at the time that it would not be Oscar eligible. Same time, too, we profiled Sakamoto recently because he had returned to music after uh, recovering from a cancer bout. And uh, we should be hearing score to uh, Yoji Yamana's Hana Takuraseba, or Living with My Mother, shortly, since uh, that's something he announced that he'd been working on this past August. The background here from the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. This is Patty Kingsland, off of the 1973 album Fourth Dimension. This is the title track, since this was one of the early cues used for the then new BBC Radio 4. At this point, BBC Radio has gone up to six, although I know there's a 1X and some other digital channels. All quality stuff. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And uh, let's talk about one of the films that is going to be screening at the Rio Theater this week. And it's uh, a 1984 version of Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Originally, Metropolis was a silent film from the 20s, dealing with a futuristic society. But in 1984, Giorgio Moroder provided a, a newer score for it. And this is something that's happened over time with Metropolis. I know that some of the Detroit techno guys have done their own fantastic music for it. And silent movies are really conducive for allowing some flexibility with what you do for music. Because at the time, silent movies weren't necessarily silent. It's the idea that there was no soundtrack music for it. So people would have to provide their own soundtrack to it. And I know that there are certain acts that do this live in front of things. In this case, Marauder will not be playing live, but uh, yeah, the 1984, his score was uh, provided for Metropolis. And uh, the Real Theater will be screening this version of Metropolis this Wednesday, July 13th. Doors open at 6.30. Movie starts at 7 p.m. Tickets in advance are $10, but it is $12 at the door. And uh, some of the other acts are also appearing in the soundtrack, harking back to the early MTV years, like Freddie Mercury of Queen, Pat Benatar, Adamant, Bonnie Tyler, Loverboy, and many more. So all ages are allowed, but uh, those under 19 are uh, allowed in the balcony because the Real Theater does allow for some certain beverages to be available because there's bar service for those 19 and older with ID. And uh, normally I'd play something off the soundtrack, but uh, there has been some new Marauder music as of late. So off of last year's Deja Vu, this is Giorgio Marauder with a track that appeared in a lengthy form on a recent Adult Swim summer single compilation, but uh, this is going to be referring to Moroto's age here. 74 is the new 24. <laughs>
Fridays at noon on CITR. Wow, wow, day. You're so sway. Oh, day. I like your shade. 
sometimes you are trying to find yourself. And you run away always. And that's what happened to me.
I've been wanting to play that track almost three and a half years. But it's hard because it's almost 11 minutes long, but somehow I managed to sneak it in for you. From his most recent release, 2013, that was Burial with the title track to the Rival Dealer EP. And it still sort of stands as uh, his most divisive release at this point since he was tied to the dubstep movement before dubstep even really had a name. We always emphasize sort of murky material here. At this point, we do know that Burial is the alias of William Emmanuel Bevan. Went to the same school as James Blake and a few other artists, I believe, uh, Alexis Taylor from uh, Hot Chip. And he released uh, Rival Dealer as a bit of a public message towards uh, anti-bullying, the idea of music that could maybe help someone believe in themselves, to not be afraid and to not give up, and to know that someone out there cares and is looking out for them. All three tracks on Rival Dealer feature some samples from an interview from NASA scientist Melissa Dawson Higgins, and there's also some references to uh, one of the Wachowski siblings, at this point sisters, because uh, they both have gone through a gender reassignment, so that was Atlanta Wachowski. So yeah, Burial. We haven't heard anything from him since. It's done record form. The past few releases have always come out a few days before Christmas. It was usually ominously. Similar to uh, what just happened behind me here. This is one half of the old Finnish noise act, Panasonic. This is Mika Vainio. From his soundtrack to a Finnish film directed by Mika Tannila. The film is called Manarlata. And the song we're listening to is Voice in Olavanhamia Swaltamon Pihasa. If only I could be an old man in the yard of a service station. Manarlata refers to a tectonic plate, and it's a story about a uh, 
a person who returns from a lengthy business trip to Tokyo ends up in a Helsinki hotel near Vanta Airport. Someone gets stuck in an endless loop of different things. Various machines need to be taken care of as awareness is split. And various multitasking involves his uh, consciousness to be modified. Somebody I need to dig up the full soundtrack for that and share it with you one spooky evening. But not yet. Let's see what happens once Halloween rolls around when the weather gets cold. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Game Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast from unceded Musqueam territory here on the UBC Student Nest. And you can find this online at www.citr.ca. If you're not near a radio at all, but you are near a computer, you can always listen to the live stream. I know some of you don't even have a computer, but uh, we're here for you. The magic of radio transmitting over airwaves. All throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia. Eventually we will get to the Katamari series, so we'll listen to some J-pop. Some interesting uh, Japanese sounds from 2004 and 2005. But, uh, next few sets are going to be talking about some acts that are playing in town. All local. All doing wonderful stuff. First off, let's talk about Fawn of Tigers. They're a seven-piece full of great musicians set up by Stephen Lyons. And uh, they're going to be playing with Tommy Babin at the Cobalt this Friday, July 15th. Please note it is an early show. So doors open at 8, show starts at 8.45, and everything ends at 11. So tickets start at $12. Advanced tickets are available through Red Cat Records, a friend of CITR on Main Street, as well as Ticket Web. Now there's talk that there will be an album release, but uh, not quite yet. It's a highly improvisatory uh, act full of wonderful noise and uh, unpredictable things. You know, Tommy Babin is a part of a various acts like Harem, the Gordina Trio, and Benzene. And he's going to be performing solo on an upright bass. So it should be a fascinating show. Not one of the standard shows that you get to see in Vancouver. So get out there and enjoy it. Cobalt, early show this Friday, July 15th. At this point right now, Fawn of Tigers' most recent release it goes back to 2010 off of their album Continent and Western. This will be Miscellaneous Romance.
Let's listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here. Uh... God. Oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Oh. Everybody. God, this is awful. Well, I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up. Oh. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really topping the charts, pick up a copy of Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Every summer in the forest of northern Saskatchewan, for four incredible days, a tent city of 4,000 people come together. They listen to indie, roots, folk music, and enjoy activities and workshops that focus on community, cultural understanding, wellness, and ecology. This is the Nest Creek Music Festival. The Boreal Forest location is the cornerstone of the festival experience. The Nest Creek community strives to be stewards of the earth and to be models of a green and sustainable community. This is why Nest Creek is proud to pronounce itself bottle water free as of this year. Nest Creek and the Saskatoon Pride Festival are the first Saskatchewan festivals to achieve this. Experience it for yourself on July 14th to 17th. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit nestcreekmusicfestival.com.
From the 2013 cassette through the Green Burrito label, it was called Blue Hearts in Exile. This is Vancouver's own Gal Grayson with the Sylvan Tragedy. Now, Patrick heads up Gal Grayson. You may know him from Rollmock, otherwise helping out various other acts in town. And uh, Gal Grayson is planning a seven-inch release called a Summer Interlude. It'll be kicking off a tour celebration with their friends Milk. They'll be joined by Aaron Reed, Swim Team, along with Dee Turfany and DJ Lauren Ray. It'll be this Saturday, July 16th, at a little place called the Red Gate. So things start at 9 o'clock. I will not disclose where the Red Gate is, but if you don't know, you could be intrepid and find out where it is. Gal Grayson also appears in this summer's Discorder magazine. Interview with Pete, with him, talking about how he prefers making music that seems inessential, so relaxing and otherwise uh, easy to listen to. Now behind me, this is Nicholas Jar, a Chilean American that I profiled recently on the show, off of last year's Nymphs Four single. This song is simply known as Fight. Now, we still have time. It is 8.20 p.m. here, Pacific Daylight Time. Some measure daylight. If 40 minutes time, if you head over to the Lido at 518 East Broadway, you can catch two acts on the Mint Records roster as they do a tour kickoff show. And they'll be Supermoon and Jay Arner. Both have new albums out. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be touring together all throughout Canada. I think parts of the States as well, too. So, if you have some time, make it to the Lido. Good news is the show is free. It gives them a chance to warm up and get ready for some fantastic live music. So we're going to start off with Jay Arner. Recently released the J2 album through Mint. And at some point, I gotta call this phone number that appears in the song itself. So this will be Jay Arner with Personal Line off of J2, and we'll follow up with a song off Supermoon's latest album, Playland.
face. You're so sad. Oh, nothing, really. <laughs> Not very convincing, Jane girl. Whatever it is, I've got just the cure for it. Did you know CITR has a women's collective? This brand new collective is all about providing and fostering a community for women who are or who want to be in radio, fighting the gender disparity in media, and centering women's voices and issues. If you are a female-identified person or ally who's already involved in radio or wants somewhere to start, this collective is for you. Email womenscollective at citr.ca for more information and to get involved. And tune in Friday at 6 p.m. for the collective show, Lady Radio, featuring music, interviews, events, news, comments, Basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Well, how do you like it? There's only one word for it. Terrific. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of it. It's almost indecent of me. Off of their first release through the Mint Records label. And currently, it's available as two seven inches, just because it was quicker to press that way. Off of Playland, that was Supermoon with a song, Unsaid. Supermoon has its roots with uh, another band in the past that had land in their name called Movie Land. I know they've been a big part of CITR in the past, helping out on international pomp compilations of sorts along with having Selena Kramen, the drummer, help out uh, with uh, some of the early videos that I post on YouTube. 
including some recordings of me interviewing guests on past Catalano Art Music Festivals. And hopefully you were able to catch that when it happened this past Saturday on West 4th. And before that, we heard Jay Arner with Personal Line. With a 778 number, you can always give it a shot. And both acts will be playing the Lido tonight. Doors will be opening in just over half an hour from now at 9 p.m. Show goes to 1 a.m. And the Lido. Tickets are free. So hopefully there's enough space inside. And this is the Lido at 518 East Broadway. Just west of Fraser. The background here, this is the Vancouver producer Project Pablo off of this year's 12-inch priorities. This song is about to leave. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks that have come out recently. At this point, with my impeccable note-taking, I'm not sure if I've already shared some of these soundtracks. I think, realistically, when I took a look, there aren't much in the way of re-releases worth noting. Of course, there are some that are out, but... uh, Nothing really jumped out at me, though in fairness, I didn't listen to all of them. Anyways, uh, what came out this past Friday was Alex Summer's score to Captain Fantastic. Marcelo Zavros's music for Cell came out through BFD. Jeff Cardoni's music from Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I believe there's also a song album associated with that. And then Alexander Desplat provided the music for the number one movie over the weekend, The Secret Life of Pets. You know, coming out this Friday... Some classical music from the Cafe Society. Theodore Shapiro's music from Ghostbusters. So there's a score album. There's also a song album. I'm not sure how many versions of Ghostbusters. The theme from Ray Parker Jr. will be on that. And then Chris Hagen has a score album from The Infiltrator. Well, there's also a song album out as well. We'll eventually worm our way into Katamari. But uh, let's listen to some Julia Holter. Some music I think is thematically appropriate. At least, uh, sonically speaking. This uh, appeared on Volume 3 of the German compilation, Four Women, No Cry. Despite the fact that Julia Holter calls New York her home, this will be Holter with Moto Perpetual. You're listening to Exploding Hand Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM on Vancouver.
live and we're getting a phone call right away here. So excuse me while I turn that on. Hello, how are you? Hello, you're live on the air. All right, and they've hung up. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. for Vancouver, right? With your hosts, Alex Biron and Simon Armstrong. News, music, personal stories, and everything you need to know about the local comedy scene. What else would you be doing at 10 a.m. on a Friday? Well, you're probably at work, and if you have the day off, you've already made plans. It doesn't matter. Just be there and call in anytime. I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. did the quack there. Although if you watch Zootopia, he provides the voice of Peter Moose Bridge. Somehow managed to avoid saying the letter Z for some reason. What we just heard there was uh, Akitaka Toyama's Stardust fanfare from the first Katamari game, Katamari Damashi, from 2004. Katamari translates from Japanese as mass or cluster, but I think the most common word you hear for it is clump. And damashi is soul. And uh, Kira Takahashi was the game designer. And he worked for Namco. And uh, he came up with a simple idea for a game. The idea of working with a tiny little sticky ball. that You roll along the ground. It picks up things. The ball gets bigger. At a certain point, then you could start picking up bigger objects. And uh, in the background here, this is Yuri Masumi with one of the songs that appears in uh, one of the loading screens. The wonderful Star's Walk is wonderful. So, for most of the rest of the show, we'll listen to music from at least the first two games in the Katamari series, since it has continued since 2004, and there actually is a 2016 version of the game available. If I have time, I'll download it and see how it sounds. So, Takahashi was looking for a playful little game that uh, was in the mold of Pac-Man and uh, came up with a simple sort of concept with that. The idea is that the king of all cosmos would require his little prince to roll up new stars and planets because uh, one night he got drunk and basically smashed up the universe. So, featuring all the wonderful stuffs on Earth will make new stars out of them. So, We'll listen to two cues off of uh, Katamari Damashi. And we'll start off with uh, Takahashi's wife, Asuka Sakai, a pianist and composer in her own regard. And uh, this is the theme that's associated with uh, the King of All Cosmos, usually the point where you get your instructions kind of a ramshackle way before you're thrown into a tiny house, rolling up paper clips before you can start rolling up mountains. So the Asaka Sakai with Fugue number 7,777. And then we'll follow up with, uh, well, sort of the smooth pieces, let's say. This is Exploding Abuse here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
So from Karamar Damashi from 2004, we started off with Asaka Sakai with a very uh, Baroque sounding fugue, number 7777. Then we heard Akitaka Toyama, best known for providing uh, soundtracks to video games like the Tekken series. And then an old uh, Japanese pop star in his own right, Kenji Ninuma. And we just heard was the moon and the prince. And behind me, this is what happens after you finish rolling up your Katamari Damashi, or your Katamari anyways, and everything works out and it's being judged. This is the sound director, Yu Miyaki, with Lovely Angel. Originally, Katamari Damashi was designed purely for the Japanese market, but uh, based on the otaku, in effect, it easily ported over into North America and then the, the English-speaking world. Mostly because it had featured very crude square graphics. None of the things that you roll up, ranging from the cows to uh, the various toys and vehicles and whatnot, they don't really look lifelike. 
And yeah, you get weird sound effects as you roll things up along the way. So it became a massive cult hit and uh, an instant sequel was required. So we've segued here with the piano. This is uh, Asaka Sakai again. Again, she was the wife of the game designer Keita Takahashi. And she's joined here by that sound director, Yumiyaki. And this is Overture 2 for the sequel, which came out in 2005, called We Love Katamari. And in this case, the King of the Cosmos wanted the prince to roll up Katamari for the fans. So, instead of actively destroying things, it was time to basically add to the constellations in the sky. So, introduced uh, the ideas of, like, you know, pick up a sumo wrestler when he's really skinny. Make him roll up all the food he needs to eat before he gets in the ring and wrestles somebody. And then snowballs to create uh, a snowman's head. So, we're going to go with uh, a couple of tracks off the We Love Katamari soundtrack here. We'll start off with Il Remy, the upbeat number called Kura Kura Rock. And then we'll have uh, the vocalist from Pizza Cata 5 providing a song.
So we started with Il Remy, alias of Japanese hip-hop guy Jun Kamoda, and we heard Kura Kura Rock. Of course, I checked the archives. I played part of that song back in 2008 as part of a uh, Asian Month track kind of a episode. And then we heard Makinoimiya with Baby Universe, and uh, Noima is best known uh, for being the lead singer of Pizzicato 5 from 1991 until... The group disbanded in 2001. Bit of a solo career. The most recent release was from 2009, the Maki Takai No Jet Lag, collaboration with Fernanda Takai. Definitely did play more Pizza Go to Five, but 
works well in small doses. And in the background here, this is the sound director again, Yumiyaki, from We Love Katamari. And all those tracks are from that sequel. This is Beautiful Star. The original creator, Keita Takahashi, left Namco after We Love Katamari, so all the subsequent games have been involved from Namco, or I guess Bandai Namco at this point. 2011, he uh, came to Vancouver, started working at Tiny Spec for a game called Glitch, which, as its name actually implies, didn't really work out too well. The game only came out briefly before it was pulled, although some fans in 2014 tried to bring it back up. The guys at Tiny Spec did okay, because uh, they ended up starting a company called Slack instead. Great little chat service and outstanding. And based on the UI, it kind of makes sense because it's the same people who came up with Flickr back in the day. Takahashi uh, has his own studio called Uvula with his wife, uh, Asuka Sakai, who we were before. The most recent game was this year's Watam. As for the Katamari series, well, there's been games for different PlayStation versions, but uh, at this point, everyone's on mobile apps right now. In 2012, for the PS Vita and Android, there was something called Touch My Katamari, but earlier this year, a new iOS game was called Tap My Katamari came out. Back in 2007, there was an early uh, Katamari game that involved the early iPhone tilting technology, which a lot of games gave up on. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up, up in about five minutes' time, it is Gavin Walker with The Jazz Show, and he will take you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, just check out www.citr.ca. Look for Exploding Head Movies there. You can email me, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at 100 Air. Next week, we're scheduled to have a band play live here. There are local acts called Kubla Khan, some wonderful psychedelic music, and uh, some fantastic organs at play. So hopefully that pans out, and that'll be for the first half of the show. Otherwise, i got to dream up something for the second half. At some point, I would do want to look at the life of Muhammad Ali. This, since there's a lot of films about him. And he had a wacky album involving the Tooth Fairy at some point. But it's going to take some time to process all that, so I may come up with something else in the time being. And as we'll close off with uh, Vancouverite Tobias Jesso Jr., best known for writing some of Adele's songs at this point. Of his own album, his debut from last year, 2015's Goon, this will be Jesso Jr. And without you. So take care of yourselves, Vancouver. We'll try to enjoy the weather in whatever way we can, but as I said earlier, summer will be back with a vengeance. Take care.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned for The Jazz Show coming right up, right now. 